When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Yes, hello and welcome to the Wolf and Owl podcast With wow. me, Tom Day, uh, no me yeah, I just thought, uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think about what <laughs> What fucking time to show off you could do a Chris Eubank impression <laughs> no, but last time I did an impression, didn't I? And then I, uh, and then I remembered I was supposed to do an impression, and I forgot. And then that's it. I was like, "My God!" Oh, joking aside, bro, that was a pretty sick Chris Eubank. Thank you, thanks very much. Better than the Tyson. Fe- I don't, I don't know why I've gone for a boxing theme. That's you know. <laughs> Are you in in a way? Is this your way of just going? Let's make this a bro- boxing podcast. Absolutely not. No, it's no. Have you? Did you watch the boxing last night? No, I did not. I was out actually. I was out last night. Whoa. Party room was out. No, it wasn't party room. It was just regular room. I went. I went to see. Uh, I went to uh, the Royal Festival Hall to see David Radigan doing. Um, it was like a. It was like he had an orchestra with him, and he's doing like all the classic reggae tunes. It's oh, good. Nice. Who did you go with, Lise? No, Lisa's got absolutely no interest in that. At all. Who did he go with uh, on your own? I went with. I went with Flo. Oh, no, no, nice, Flo. nice, nice. Yeah, Sweet, Flow. Agent and Buddy. Yeah. Agent and Buddy. <laughs> oh, Mate, that could be That could be your new that could be yours and Flo's podcast. Uh Agent and Buddy. <laughs> I'm the agent and I'm the buddy. And this last is Agent night, and Buddy. We had a great time. <laughs> Royal Festival. Yeah. So so um why don't, Flo, why don't you tell the uh the listeners a little bit about reggae and what that sort of means to you? Do you um do you ever meet people who always talk like they're laughing? We, we went to the uh, we took Grace to the farm uh, for the first time, so we bowled out a little bowl about. And uh, but there was a woman who worked worked there, and I was like, you know, when you say, "Oh, you're perfectly suited to this because it's a farm with kids," there's, you know, it's it's great. But everything she said. She laughed as she was saying it. And you're like, all right, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, literally, like, um, have a great time walking around. Be careful, obviously, with the animals and a baby. Could you have to worry about sometimes contamination from one? So don't pet the lambs and the ice creams are open till three o'clock. Please don't pet the lads because your your child will die. <laughs> <laughs> there there yeah. is a good transfer you know, of you... bacteria from lambs to babies. <laughs> anyway, have a great time. You've got the weather for it. 
It's that nervousness. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the problem with that is I find myself having to respond in kind. What you laugh uh, along? And so, I don't laugh along, but you sort of you sort of have to smile. That you can't look oh, straight yeah. faced at somebody as they sort of descend into sort of. But even just doing side. that, I've just done like twenty five seconds, thirty seconds of that. I feel exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll snip some of that out, obviously. We <laughs> uh, laboured it a bit. But yeah, God. No, but it's it, I just I it's exhausting. People, it's tiring. Yeah, yeah. To to yeah. to be that happy about things all the time. It's just um, I, I I um one of the things I've noticed about myself uh, from doing podcast interviews stuff like that is if I'm sort of nervous around the person I don't laugh as I'm talking I just laugh at any kind of small joke they make yeah way too much it's really bad if you go back it's to really watch me bad. on any panel show sometimes I don't say anything but you'll hear my laugh I actually I remember getting trolled once saying just Tom Davis will laugh at every anything like, and quite a lot of the time I find things funny, but also I have a, I genuinely like sometimes watch people on panels, like when I'm on a panel show or I'm on that sort of show, and if someone's having a real torrid time and look like they're dying a bit, because I've been there and it's the fucking worst thing in the world, I'll really over-egg a laugh. Mm. Like, I'll really laugh. <laughs> like, you literally see the audience going, oh, maybe we just don't get what this fucking guy's talking about. I, I sometimes have the opposite of where, like, I'll dip out mentally. And so somebody will say something and then everyone will be laughing and then I'll just sort of come back into the room and I think, oh, fuck, I've got no idea what was just said. Then everybody's like zinging off the top of it and I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm do going to you... have to wait for this to pass. I have a real bad... So whenever I do any sort of shows, right, where, you know, like 11 o'clock show... Uh, not 11 o'clock show, how old am I? Um, <laughs> the last leg or... Yeah, when you're in Steptoe and Sons. <laughs> so or, when I get my time machine, I go back to like 1995 yeah. and I go on... <laughs> Yeah. Eleven o'clock. Yeah, when show. you started on Last of the Summer Wine, yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> um, uh, I I have an awful thing, and sometimes I zone out of listening to the person because I get transfixed on the um, like autocue. So, oh so, yeah, that's bad. That's really distracting. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's all, I do it on Sunday brunch is the worst one. I just sort of end up just sort of like drifting off and then just staring at the sort of autocue, thinking. Yeah, I've actually I've actually sometimes seen you sort of and you're sort of mouthing the words silently <laughs> to yourself. Also, it's so much harder than that. Trying to read when they're going to ask you a question because your name's mm. the last bit. So if, if they turn around and go, um, <laughs> that's what, I love those guys, but they do like they like a laugh when they're talking as well. <laughs> so, Tom, <laughs> have you ever made a souffle? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah oh, hold, on, hold on one second. I've got an issue. Lisa? Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was sorry. Hello, Tom. What happened? Oh, no, I can't lock you in because you've got to get out. No, don't lock me in. Did he, let... did, he, did he just come in? He just came in, yeah. Did you open the door? No. Oh. Um, I don't know how much of that will keep him. Basically, we've got a situation with Reggie. Right. What's he doing? He thinks my, he thinks my office is one of his toilet areas. Oh, you're joking. No, because like, he doesn't ever come in here. So I guess, I, I, I guess dogs don't have the concept of what the outside is, I suppose. So he just thinks it's a new... Because obviously when we take him for a walk, he shits and pisses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then he comes into the office. The other day he just came in. I was sat doing something and I wasn't focusing. He just squatted in the middle of the office. and. Uh, how out. old is he now? Six months. Mm. Too old for that kind of behaviour, isn't it? Also, he's coming to a time when he will be starting to try and sort of scale up the sort of the pecking order in the house. You tell me, hold on, okay. I, I'm going to let this bit go and then we'll, I'll, I'll challenge it afterwards. But go on, what, no, no, what, no, what's but so what's that's what happen? dogs do, right? Essentially, yeah. like, the Rangan Athens are now his pack, right? 
So he looks right. around you guys and he'll be like, okay, where do, where do I sit amongst you all? Like, you know, there's, it's, and it's, it's a hell of a pack to work out who he can jump on top of and who he can sort of, who's, who's going to be subservient to, right? Mm. So what he's seen, he's seen your office and he's gone, right, let me just, let me just try this guy. You know? So there's two options here, right? One, he's been doing are you, that. Uh, hold on, are you about to ask me to go and shit in his room? <laughs> no, mate, but sometimes you need to do that sort of stuff. What, in front of him? So wait till he's in there, sort of just settling down for the night. Just walk in, squat, and leave. Or, and just, you think that's, or, and you think or do a shit when he's not there. Like, so he just comes back in and... and someone's left. No, but yeah. what might have been happening is he might have been using, when you're away, he might have been using your room as a bit of a... Like Lisa might have just put like some sort of like toilet tray down and he's just been going in there for a poo rather than going outside. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening. It's How's he like been with you in general? Does he feel like he's got a cocky atmosphere, like attitude towards you? Or? How do you, how do you uh, determine whether a dog's being cocky or not? Does he listen to stuff you say if you give him like directional no. orders? He doesn't. No, not really. Does he listen to other no. people in the house? Why are you smart? Why are you getting so excited now? <laughs> no, I'm not getting excited. No, well, you're supposed to. No, you're supposed to be my friend. I am your friend. And, and no, no, no. But you're not. You're no. You, but you're not behaving like a friend now. What you're doing is you're getting excited <laughs> at the possibility that I'm in a, a bad situation. That's no, what's no, just happened. No, no honestly, no. when I go, when you, when, honestly, the way, the how fucking excited you just got when when you go, does it does this to you? No, and then you're, oh, all right, does it listen to other people? It's so excited. No, because I think like sometimes when we're breaking through barriers. It's a beautiful thing, right? Because that's not what that—that's not what you that. No, but you—you you need no. That look—that look on your right. face was not we're breaking through barriers, right? Do you think when they were all trying to find Mod Mordor on fucking uh, Lord of the Rings, it was all fucking sweetness and light? I don't. I, I, um, <laughs> I, you can refer. You can re relate to different things with me. Relate to different. Oh, <laughs> no, but right. No wonder fucking Reggie's shitting in this office. I can't even. <laughs> spit out a sentence anyway, in that on. little gang right in that little gang right have a look have a think about it have you what yeah go on. right you had aragon right legolas or whatever right there was a lot of fucking pimping guys right on that fucking journey what they were going on right okay and a lot of people vying for lead leadership and like when you actually first look at it who was the fucking leader aragon oh, and then gandalf fucking stepped his gray beard in right but you know who actually the one that they ended up respecting the most hey. Um, Sam Wykowski. Sam Wykowski? <laughs> Samwise Gemji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, whatever. <laughs> Are you talking about Mike Wykowski from Monsters, Inc.'s brother? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know who they ended up respecting him and why? Why did they respect him and love him the most? Because he's, he had his tongue firmly up Frodo's ass. No, because they called him Sam the True, right? I think. Right, because he was. The I don't know. I, I, don't, I have not watched it in a long time. I, right. I'm just. I'm gonna for 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 better or for worse, take what you're saying as the truth. And the reason they did is because actually he was sweet and lovely. Right? They all like you know, and all the rest of them pretty much end up dead. Okay. What I'm saying to you is, don't try and be Aragon or Legolas, someone that you, or even Gandalf, someone you can't beat. Right. Tom, Tom, I'm not trying to be Aragon or Legolas. I just don't want my dog to shit in my office. Okay. What, what how have we got here? No, right, right. Instead of barking orders at him and being like, you know, when did I say? Okay, you've made that assumption. I'm not barking <laughs> no, orders at him. No, but what I, what I mean is when he comes in next time, right? Because what happened then, right, is he's come to take his shit in your office or a wee, and straight away you're like, Lisa, Alex, right? And you're, you're you're panicked, right? 
what you should have done is just gone. Hey, no, but the reason I was, the reason I was panicked is I didn't want to have to. I, I, ordinarily, I would have dealt with it, but I, I'm on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, so 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 I was trying. To, I was just hoping that one of them could come in and grab him. But ordinarily, if I was sat at the desk and I wasn't doing a podcast, I wouldn't sit here in fear at my desk, going, "Lisa, Alex, get him out of here." I would actually deal with it myself. It's because I was in the middle of recording a podcast. It's why I reacted the way I did. Right. So next time he comes in for a wee or a poo, you just go, no, Reggie, no. Okay? Okay. I, do, I mean, I do, do uh, the idea that you think teaching me to say no to my dog is fucking new information is absolutely fucking incredible. Because you know dogs can only understand. And also, not only that, it took you about seven minutes to fucking get there. You know that dogs can only stand like, understand like five, six words max. Yeah. And apparently I, I read that dogs' names are just like, dogs don't give a shit about names. No, you know, it's, uh, that's a fallacy we've given them. They never had names before human beings came along. No, obviously they didn't have, all their names would be Bark, couldn't they? I know that, but no. the point I'm trying to make is they don't, they don't have the same attachment to their name. It's just no. like a... No. Yeah. And also you've got to be really, really careful about, I mean, because it's all right. Number one, it's how you say it, right? Yeah. You know, when you're in the park, you go, Reggie, Reggie boy. <laughs> <laughs> but you could almost go bluebell, <laughs> bluebell, <laughs> and it would be, be the same thing, right? No, I get it. I it's get just it, the it. sort of like how your yeah. tone of your voice works. Yeah, I get it. I find uh, calling a dog back, calling Reggie back in public spaces tricky. Get yeah, it. you know what you should do? Learn how to what? whistle really nice. Yeah, I haven't got that in my locker, really. Like this, look, look. Oh, that'd be cool if he's right next to my head. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do if he's across the other side of a park? <laughs> no, get one of those dog if, whistles. It, it, if, my, if, I'm sl- if I'm lying on Reggie, yeah, I can see how that would work. <laughs> well, you know what you could do? Get right. um, one of those nice, cool dog whistles and have it around like a funky chain. And then, like, when you're out, you look cool, but also, <laughs> also you're able to sort of get in contact with him and stuff. Yeah. I, I, he respects Lisa. He does respect the boys. I Rubbish. do think he respects me. Yeah. Landis, I love Landis more than anything, right? I would need to say as well, thank you. Big shout out to everyone who's messaged. Oh, mate, we've had so that. many, loads of people. Like, thank out. you so much for all your messages of support. But he, he, yeah, always respected Catherine more. Always. He, he would look, I remember talking to Flo actually once and say to Flo, he stopped wanting to turn left with me when we went for walks. And he just did that out of, you know, he just didn't want to, like, and he used to sort of like, be fine, we'd, but I go, we're going to go down here and he'd just go, shake his head and walk off. And I said to Catherine, oh, he doesn't ever want to turn left. And she was like, he's fine with me. So, look. So just with you, you had to go right every time. Yeah. So you end up doing a circuit that's just all rights. You literally just go like that. No, I get it. I understand what would have to happen, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever? Did you ever get yourself into like a problem? Where, like, oh yeah, yeah, going, yeah, fuck, yeah. oh fucking hell, Landis! I don't know how we're going to get out of this one, mate. And you've had it on another three miles now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but but it genuinely, I knew where my it, mate. I've just I'm the same now. Mm. You know, with Grace, I'm I'm yeah. the bottom of the pile. Yeah, you know that's that's. But, just, but, but Grace will let you turn left, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At the moment, um, she's going through a phase where she just won't let me leave the room. Like she'll just that's shout. Sweet. If if I just if I go out of the room, she just shouts. Yeah, Lisa does that. <laughs> really angry. Where are you going? I'm going what to festival doing? fucking all, mate. Yeah. Oh, I'm right, but you didn't want to come. 
soon as you leave, um, your office door's cracked open and Reggie goes in yeah. for a shit. Go on, Reggie. Go on, Reggie. Go on, Reggie. This is what he gets for going to see David Rodigan. <laughs> Go on, do a big one. Fucking curried his pedigree chum. Um, listen, we've got a problem here. I- I'm really hot. I'm wearing a jumper. Yeah. I notice you're wearing a hoodie. Right. Both wearing unsuitable uh, clothing for this for this weather. And the big problem that we've now got is it is we're currently experiencing single layer weather. It's a huge oh, issue. You know what? As well, like is I find a comfort in a jumper or a jacket or an overshirt. I love a hood so much. Yeah. A hood like, is just you're talking t-shirt weather, right? Yeah. Like number one. T-shirt makers, yo. And actually, we need to look at this for our merch. Like, T-shirt, look, the neckline of a T-shirt just fucks so quickly these days. I know. Mate, yes, preach, Tom. It's like, literally, there used to be a day where you could have a t- like, T-shirt and you could have it for fucking four or five years and the neck would never fucking move an inch. Yeah, and I'm talking nice T-shirts now, right? Mm-hmm. And it literally, you wear it fucking twice mm-hmm. and before you know it, you're knocking around town in a fucking scoop neck, like some... Yeah, just, mate, this, this like, scoop neck... Why is that? Is that because we've got huge heads? Is it only... No, 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 no. No, it's, it's... Mate, people are cutting corners. People are cutting corners out there, brother. It's outrageous. Mate, it's uh, the... And it's... You know what? It's a good look if you've got fucking... Whatever this bit is here, right? Where you've got that, you know, that bit on your neck that comes down between your shoulder mm. and your neck. Th- yeah, there's this, clavicle. Is that what it's called? I think so. That bit there, if that's defined and you've got fucking nice shoulders, right? That... You can bust that look and it looks fucking hot. It's like... It's like, you know what? I would That's give my weird, right bollock. Really, to... really weird detail to pick out there, just so you know. No, that no, is... no, but it is. If you've got, if, if you've got nice traps, you can wear any mm. sort of t shirt, right? Mm. Right? If your fucking traps look like fucking bread. Basically, that's just been fucking puffing out. Well, that's what my shoulders look like. Nicely risen fucking flabby bread. It's like, I would love just one summer to be able to put on a vest with like, you know, a nice fucking vest top and just walk, even just to walk around the garden in, not even to go out in. Uh, uh, listen, I, I think, uh, I just think let's leave that. I think let's leave vest tops just as, a, as an un, as an unattained ambition. Even if you did get ripped, I just what, think, would you still not wear one? I can't imagine a situation where I'd ever wear a vest ever. You know, um, so- and I see and I see people rocking them, and they do look good. But I cannot, I can't, I can't leave the house in a vest. I busted right? on F forty five, right? Um, you're still hitting that up regular? Uh, not as regular as, mate. I mean, if I'm honest with you, it's fucking, it's great, but it's gruelling. It is gruelling. Sure. Yeah, it's supposed to be, though, isn't it? Oh, man. You know, 45 minutes, you're getting your day's exercise. They've got yeah. to smash it. It's right? so intense. So intense. But the guy who well, was. Isn't showing, it high? Isn't it, isn't it hit? It's basically hit, but yeah, just a sort yeah. of. Mate, and you know what the I stands for, don't you? What? Intensity. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And you know what the H stands for, don't you? High. High. So, 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 so turn up to high intensity class. You're, no, it's actually hit. It's high intensity training. No, but I'm it. saying to turn up to yeah. to, to turn up to a high intensity class yeah. and complain about the intensity feels like yeah. But know. F45 doesn't say that in the on the in the, on the packet. Well, look, look what okay. I'm saying is this, right? It is very, 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 very like genuinely. I was like absolutely fucked after. I mean, this is the awful thing, right? So it's circuits, okay? Mm. So you've constantly. How got many some... times have you been, by the way? Three. Okay. So you've got people behind you all the time, right? Mm. So when you finish with like one of the exercises, someone comes onto the, your exercise station, I yeah. quite quickly realised that every time I've been there that I was by far the sweatiest person there, which meant the person behind me 
literally probably the three or four everyone behind me essentially would be going oh god this fuck and i was trying to dry it down but everything's so quick like you literally finish your 45 seconds of like whatever and the guy's yeah. right okay guys come on everyone up to the next thing and then you're like you've got to move but then you're trying to dry down the thing because it's just now just glazed in fucking sweat and then you mm. just see the person behind you going oh like oh god like, i just like I had a horrible fucking realization that anyone behind me in that class was going back to work and going, Oh, how was that 45? Oh, it was okay. I stopped behind this really sweaty guy though. And everyone's like, Oh God, he sounds disgusting. I had something, I've had two humiliating things happen to me exercise related recently. Oh God, brother. Uh, so, so I did a PT session the other day. Yeah. And he got me to do these farmer's walks. You know, you yeah, 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 no, well. carry these, yeah. these kettlebells up and down the thing. Yeah. Right? And I said to him, I said to him on the last one, I really felt like my hands were going to go, right? Like yeah. it was really like, so I said to him, like, I'm, you know, I did it in a pathetic way of like, it's a bit difficult because of the grit. Oh, my grip's going. Yeah, it's going. Basically, yeah, that is exactly. So anyway, he said to me, I've got some liquid chalk. Oh. So, so he squirted this liquid chalk onto my hands. And, you know, like you rub it and then like you get this like coat yeah. of chalk on your palms, right? So obviously it starts helping out. The problem with the liquid chalk is, so I, I was, <laughs> I was really sweaty, right? And my, I started to get a really hungry ass. Like my boxer shorts kept going like right into my crack. <laughs> Genuinely right, in all the years I've known you, that is my favourite thing you've ever said. <laughs> like, 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 genuinely, I want that as a soundbite for when you text me. I start to get a really hungry ass. <laughs> so, like, so, like, it started like um, my short, short boxer shorts start going really like properly into my crack every time I'm doing like a thing, right? So. <laughs> 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 so I'm like repeatedly pulling my box shorts out my ass, but the problem is, is because I've got <laughs> because I've got liquid chalk on my hands, it's leaving a fucking record of every time I've. T- <laughs> Like a kid who's fucking overzealous on the pick a mix. So I just saw the look in the mirror, there's this fucking powdery grab marks on the, right in my fucking. Right in my Yanking your own pants out. Yeah, oh, and then like the fucking PT's like Chrissy is like just sort of just pretending to ignore the fact that there's a fucking forensic trail of everywhere I've touched myself during the class. That liquid so chalk is horrible, man. It's genuinely oh, one of the God. worst things that you can have that liquid chalk. Oh. And then the other thing that happened to me was, um, so I've been doing PT, but I've been going to the gym in between to sort of like carry on the, st- the stuff he set me up with. And um, I, I was trying to do squats. No, I was, I was something, something with that bar anyway. You know, it's on the rack yeah. or whatever, and you walk over. It's, it's quite, I find that bit quite, it, you, you're in the middle of things a little bit there, and I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? You're sort of, you, it, in my gym, you're front and centre when you go to use one of those squats. Yeah, racks, man, yeah, I mean? yeah, it's yeah like, I get it. So I find that a little pressure. Anyway, <sighs> fucking, I, I'm an absolute rookie error. I put like some weight on each end, and I didn't put clips on. Oh, no. And then like, I went to put the bar back in the thing, 
and then I've just done it slightly off. And then the classic thing, the weights fall off one end. And then because the other end com- becomes much heavier, the weights off the other end, just clatter all over the floor. I've got noise cancelling headphones on, right? So I've yeah. got no idea how loud that was. I look around, people just like, obviously like laughing to themselves, but don't want to make you feel like a prick, right? So I put the things back and I, I, I said, oh, you know when you do that thing like you, I used to do this thing when I, when I used to trip over I'd look back at the curb or the paving thing like it was its fault to try and cover my my error yeah. up right that's what I did I, I did the weights come off like totally 100% my fault should have put clips on didn't re-rack it properly then I just look around at the weights just shaking my head just going bloody hell <laughs> <laughs> mate I had a moment this week when um so I've been playing uh, Football Manager 22, right? I've become obsessed with it. Um, yeah. and All new fathers do, yeah. Why, well, uh, you know, you've got to... Yeah, and I've been... You've got, you got, you've, got, you've got to find a way to sort of meditate. That's your meditation, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it, it's now gotten to the point where it's sort of something I I slip into sort of like when I should be working, I'll, I'll just be on the fucking train or whatever or in the office. Anyway, um, when you when the matches start on the... um. On your on the each match starts. Basically, they have this sort of really bad synthetic crowd noise that goes, right. Um, I'm playing on the train the other day, and I thought I had my I'd be if these earphones on, but I didn't. That basically I hadn't Bluetoothed them up. So when the fucking crowd noise started on my Mac, and it's going, everyone on the fucking carriage is looking around at each other, right? Me being fucking the me that. I am. I, I sort of pull my ear- earphones down and it's going, look, that sound of... And I go, I start looking and making eyes at people going, fucking hell, like that. And um, everyone's sort of, you know, looking around. Quite a few people I've sort of think, I don't know if they've sussed it's my fucking Mac. Anyway, um, like the, the guy sitting a few things up is looking, just looking down, like, you know, because it's so fucking loud. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to him like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, this is meant to be a quiet carriage like that, trying to sort of bring everyone. I've got no idea it's my Mac, right? So then someone who work, works for the train comes down and there's this. So you've gone, you've gone all, you've gone two footed in on this, right? Oh, mate, I've gone, I've literally, I've become the fucking mouthpiece of this whole fucking situation, right? I've literally become the guy going, like, this is ridiculous now. I, the, one of the train stewards comes down and all you, there's those, and I went, excuse me. Is that going to be happening the whole way back? Like, seriously, like, it's, it's quite off-putting. And he just goes, pardon? I went, the sound. And he's like, <sighs> and he literally looks at my Mac and he's like, I think if you just press this. And he just pressed the mute on my uh, laptop. The whole thing goes quiet. Like the crimson red that I went. And you talk about sweaty ass, right? Like, for some reason, when embarrassment comes, right, and you've got to try and go, right, I can't show this in my face because I have a, as soon as I get embarrassed, I start sweating and I like, you know, it's winter outside in the carriage. It's fucking a balmy 18 degrees. Right. So I'm already ra- ragged off a little bit. So I'm like, Oh, mate, just don't. Oh, oh, cheers, mate. And then I start my ass. Just all the embarrassment goes to my fucking ass. Right. So I'm sweating profusely. Then in my head, I've got rum bum, right. Where you're talking about like <laughs> the sweetness. All I can think of is I'm wearing a pair of beige chinos, right? Then I start flickering like, you know, like a fucking, almost like a Forrest Gump monologue, like kind of fucking montage vibe back to when I was at school. And I remember riding to school once and I had like a fucking pair of cream tracksuit bottoms on. And 
I had like, whereas where it was summer <laughs> riding, I had like this fucking almost perfect fucking line down my ass crack of sweat. Yeah, I've had that. I had. I've had that. <laughs> I was just all I could think of is like, I run you, you wear fucking beige fucking chinos, you dickhead. You should def- what you you know to wear a longer coat. You know to wear a. Mac. So you're, you're sitting there basically thinking this line is forming now. As I said, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mate, I, I'm like it's formed, right? I've got a bomber jacket that I'm wearing with it. And like I, I'm sitting in a number one sh- fucking leather sheet seats should not be allowed on fucking it's like that fucking plasticky leather sort of stuff. So yeah. now I'm like in the best fucking case I'm thinking it's a line, right? In the worst case this is a fucking puddle, right? Oh, and no. you know, literally I waited for, for everyone else to get off the train. I'm sitting at the front of the train. I was waiting for people to so no one would be behind me, right? And then oh, this is. I went to the toilets on the train and pulled my trousers down to see if I could see the line from the inside. Right. <laughs> Which there was no line there. It was fine. It was... <laughs> but there were, it was just, yeah. It, that, I, I have like sort of flashbacks of dry, like riding through town. Like, you know when you just feel free and you feel so fucking, you're on your fucking mm. BMX, you're smiling and you're just like, yes, life is great. And everyone you're driving past is just seeing that fucking tiny little fucking line. A little yeah. I mean, strip. it happens a lot with. I've, I've seen it a lot with cyclists. You drive behind a guy that's giving you like three solid inches of crack or whatever, <laughs> and they've got no idea. They're just sort of like living free. And I, I just think, let those people. I, I hope beyond hope when I see that that they never discover that that's what's been happening. Oh, it destroys you know, riding bikes or because you know cause you get you get home and then you look. It's like when you get home from a thing. We talked about this before, and you discover you've had a bat in the cave for the sort of the oh, entire right. afternoon or whatever. It's just, it's just absolutely. I will say this actually. I've noticed in the last fucking two months that my bogey situation is getting un. un- like even before we did like the Wolf in Our Lives, you were amazing. You were like you've got a bogey in your nose. I'm noticing now that that it's like I don't know what it is. It's like I don't know if it's an age thing. Or it's just how uh, how close are you cropping your nostril hairs? Just that interesting. Well, I used to. I've got the waxing situation. I, do, right. you, I used to like they do. Apparently, the that's not good anymore. Really, I've now read what you, you do the thing where you stick the two yeah. things up and then rip them out. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's not good. Why? I'm basing this on like I would say a rough estimate, a minute and a half's research. But I read somewhere that apparently, like you, when you pull your hairs out, and I'd love a nostril hair expert to get in touch and, and verify this for us. But apparently, if you pull out the things. You leave the pores open, and so you're actually sort of in. You're leaving yourself open to potential infection or something. Oh like wow! That. Apparently, I, I've I've moved to trimming now. Yeah, what do you trim them with then? Little 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 tiny pair of scissors. Just get up in there, give that a nice little fucking. Hell, that's, yeah, but that I mean that is actually one of the bravest things that I've ever heard you do. What do you mean? What, what? Well, I don't do it on a train. I'm I'm I'm, I'm completely stationary, like sitting yeah, on. Yeah, no, bed, still of. one little fucking slip, mate, and you've got a bleeding nose. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's true about sort of anything you do, isn't it? I mean, I shave as well. Are you are you going to give me a purple heart for that? <laughs> no, but, no, but your nose is like, because you know what? You can't get a plaster up your nose. Sure. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're right. So you can put some yeah. tissue up there if you can. Some of the most harrowing stories are uh, of people that have got a small cut somewhere where they can't put a plaster on. You're right. <laughs> I, think they're doing a, I think they're doing a Netflix doc on that. Just, just making the dock, getting halfway through and going, what would someone do? And then someone turning around, I think actually you just roll up a bit of tissue and put it up your nose. Yeah, they just stick a bit of tissue up there and it stops bleeding and it's absolutely fine. Oh, right, yeah, um, well, this has been five months of nothing. <laughs> Everyone can go home.
Sorry, I know we moved on, but I do need to ask you a genuine question that I probably should have asked you before the podcast. But um, how do you store your T-shirts in your wardrobe? Because I, I, let me just, I just want to break down a very first world problem here. Okay. Yeah. This is what's happening now. Because we're in single layer weather. Yeah. This is the main reason I brought it up, but then we moved on. I'm now, I, I, I'm getting ready to go out in the morning. I look for a T-shirt. And despite the fact my T-shirts are folded, they're like, I pull them out and they're too, they're too wrinkled to wear. Yeah. They just look completely fucked. And then I think, I am not going to iron this T-shirt. Like, there's absolutely no way. So then I just don't wear that T-shirt. So it's like, actually, what happens is I just start searching for a T-shirt that... I think a, T-shirts are the worst thing. Is this a real problem? Yeah, yeah of course it is. Because everything, right, shirts, jumpers, hoodies, you can you hang, right? You hang up. You can't hang a T-shirt because it fucks with well, the neck. You can, though, can't you? Or can you not? Fucks with the neckline, man. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, I've, there's actually these little fold... Like, you can get these little folding deck things. You fold them on. You get them from they're like little sort of. You can get them in card if you're sub, you know, for you because you like sub 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 or whatever. What? <laughs> you like all what? sustainable stuff, right? Right, sustainable. Yeah. I thought you were describing. You it sounded like you're talking about fucking trying to name an Italian ice cream house. <laughs> salsa Sabinet, Salsa Benetti. <laughs> You get these little things in it. So you fold them, put them on the, each layer. Right. And then you can whiz through them like that. Like you're going through like, I don't know, like library books. Yeah, okay. And actually, so you're not pulling them out. Because I imagine what you do, you pull them out and go, oh, I don't want that one, I don't want that yeah, one. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Really. I, don't, I mean, I don't deal with the noises, but yeah, that is that. Is so, no, we all do that. The other way to do it, mate, and this is something simple, chilled, and maybe do this after this podcast today, it's a gentle roll. Yeah. Instead of folding, you roll. So what you can do, when you're rolling, you can see them all in front of you, the different colours. Yeah. yeah. But what I've noticed, man, is you get three or four wears out of a T-shirt now and it's done. As in full stop, not three or four wears before you put it in the wash. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, no, no. But I just think they lose shape. Like, I, I know. Just, uh, the good ones, though, there must be good ones. There must be good I, ones. I, I, I love it. Like, yeah, I like a nice T-shirt. But, but like, sometimes they, they're too thick then to, to wear in the summer. Mm. Like, I'd love someone just to reach out and go, yo. I'd, if I'm honest with you, you can't really... I've, I think ASOS do some incredible T-shirts. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, our ones are amazing. The, they're still available on the merch shirt store. Um, yeah, very much still available. Uh, <laughs> um, turns out, when you, uh, when you sort out a merch situation where you have got enough to meet demand, uh, you realise that there isn't as much demand as no, no, no. you anticipated when you just bought 50 in and sold them all on the day. Yeah. And then it took you six months to distribute them. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there's like a sort of like, because like people obviously like sort of Ralph Lauren and shit and Adidas make a shit ton of money from like clothing. But there's probably like a fine line, isn't there, between how to do it and how not to. I don't think there's, I, 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 I don't, are you suggesting there's a fine line between us and Adidas? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that we didn't necessarily get it right the first time and now this time no. it doesn't feel like it's necessarily, you know, I I yeah, feel we're a bit almost there, we're almost there, aren't we? We're almost there. <laughs> I slightly we, feel feel for the sort of people like from the merch store who we've gone. Oh, actually, our merch is all really, 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 really yeah. busy, and then and I mean, like, a lot of emails like six, are just complaints. Yeah. We've got six guys sitting by a laptop waiting for a fucking order to drop in. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I had uh, so, yeah, I had an, a, a, just another quick embarrassing thing I've got to tell you. Hit me, boy. Yesterday. We, uh, Theo and I were at a loose end. Alex went off to, Alex went off to watch the rugby, actually. He went to his first rugby match. Oh, wow. He went to watch the Harlequins. 
I think he might be a rugby fan. I've got, I've got no, under, I do understand rugby. I used to play at school because I wasn't allowed in a football team. And, um, but he's like a, anyway, I'm getting into too much detail. He was out watching the rugby. Charlie was at a birthday party. Theo and I at a loose end, right? So we decided to go and, uh, <laughs> such a, I don't know why we arrived at this decision. We decided to go and get a badminton set and play some badminton. Oh, that's in pretty the garden, cool. Right? That's not at all <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I know. It's not what I thought I was going to say, but so then we, so then we get, so we we get going to town to buy the stuff. Oh god, it, honestly, mate, I felt so bad for Theo. I basically fucking really embarrassed my son, like really embarrassed him. Why? So we walk into the sports shop and they've got this like. We ended up buying it in the end, but it's like. It's a it's a badminton net in a box, right? Yeah. That you set up instantly, and like the two like these two poles, you just extend these two poles yeah, out yeah. the side, put the net across, so, and then you can just pack it down and, and carry it with you wherever you want, right? It's a good bit of kit. Anyway, they've got the little cases, and then they've got one a display one at the top. But for some reason, I don't know why, and it actually freaked me out. I couldn't see the net thing; I could just see the case. So I've seen portable. <laughs> uh, badminton set, right? And I've gone, oh, this must be it here. And I've gone to grab it, and then I've pulled it, and I've just fucking pulled the whole, <laughs> the whole net. It just made this massive bang, like in like in the, in the whole sh- in the shop. Like people stopped what they were doing and looked around, and then I was like straightened up and like th- honestly, man, Thea was like, you know, when you see a teenager being embarrassed by their parents in yeah. a film or whatever, it was like that. It was just like, oh my god, dad, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe, oh my god. <laughs> And then this, like, this member of staff... Desperately looking around to see if anyone from his school's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like that. It was like that. You cut, like, this, uh, this, um, this woman working there came over and goes, um, are you okay? Do you need any help? Which obviously means, can you stop fucking around with the display? <laughs> and then I go to her, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. And she goes, yeah, can you just be careful? Let's try and be careful with the... Uh... I said, I wasn't... I said it was an accident. <laughs> you're and then I sort of got up. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't coming to vandalise a shop. No, that's the kind of thing you do on a weekend with your yeah. son. You're that yeah, sort of shit weird kicker. guy that sort of, just keep, keep your eye out for this guy, comes in with his son, <laughs> just starts messing with the display. They seem to think it's funny. Um, anyway, the, the reason I'm telling that story is that I think that's the most that Theo's ever been embarrassed. It, like for, for about an hour afterwards, he's going, oh my God, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. Did he find it funny? Because so that's the thing, isn't it? Because what happens at that age is like, those things are never humorous until you get a little bit older and you realise that that's just they're the little fucking bricks that make us who we are. I know, I know. Did you play um, badminton or did you get back and it was like the, it had been sullied, the badminton set? No, 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 we did play badminton, actually. Did we, everyone we, we come did back play. and you sort of all played together as a family? Yeah, we did, actually, yeah. Well, that's genuinely, that's one of the happiest things I've ever heard. It's really genuinely, <laughs> mate. You know that sometimes you smile inside and you yeah. just sort of... Yeah, I remember. I, I, I've seen you smile outside, though. It's when you thought that my dog didn't respect me. <laughs> no, but I just, oh, I've just got this beautiful, like, Lisa's coming out in, like, a flowing dress, and she's made some, like, homemade lemonade. Yeah, Lisa's got her maxi dress on, ready to play a bit of badminton. <laughs> flowing in the wind as she, flowing in the wind as she reaches for a backhand. <laughs> but you're the boys, you, you like, you know, Alex Beach, you grab him on the floor, and you have a wrestle, and Reggie's barking. Yeah, we'll bring out some squash. Who uh, wants a bit of cordial? Should we have a little break? <laughs> I don't know, I've just got this vision of you and you're lying on the grass and you're just like in a pair of shorts and a vest top and um, you just go, <sighs> sometimes life is fucking good. Do, do you know, Do you know? I, I know you're taking the piss, but that is so close to what happened. <laughs> 
sort of had a few had a few rounds of badminton. Everybody was laughing. Reggie was losing his shit. <laughs> you were standing there, fucking yanking, yanking your underpants out of your ass. <laughs> For some reason, I decided to use the liquid chalk again. <laughs> All over the boy's hair, where you're tucked up in there. All over Reggie's back, where he's stroking him. I do think, like you know, like you know, like how some people like always grabbing their balls and stuff like that, always scratching or something. Like yeah. that. I do think something like you know, like those disclosing tablets. Yeah, you see where you've got plaque on your teeth. I, I actually think that liquid chalk's quite a good product for seeing where <laughs> yeah. you sort of scratch and touch yourself. How much do you scratch and touch yourself? I've never seen you scratch your bollocks. I, d- I don't tend to scratch my bollocks, although I did. Um, I sort of scratched my bollocks so much once in my sleep that I woke myself up. Right. At the moment, scratchy bollock season's here because that oh. fucking heat when it kicks in, boy. Yeah, you really do. Can I just say this is a public service announcement? Even if you're not showering first thing in the morning, men, can you please wash your hands thoroughly before you touch anything? Mate, okay? genuinely, well, it's... I don't know how much scrotal tissue is on men's phones in this country. Yeah. Or in the world. Because, like, every, a lot of people, first thing you do before you do anything is reach for your phone. Yeah. And that's straight... You're, you're no, talking no about, usually what you'll do is scratch your bollocks and reach for your phone. Because what you'll see is, like, with Grace and Reggie, right, dogs and babies, first thing they do is stretch. Maybe, I, I don't know, even, like, I think that probably goes up to five or six. We don't do that, right? We Yeah, what, what is that? Because I just sort of think the, the kids and dogs seem to have a better attitude towards sort oh, of mate, like, flexibility and mobility than, than we do. Grace, literally, you wake her up in the morning, she'll just, like, have this long stretch. She'll sort of stretch all her body out, and you're, like, yeah. ready for the day. I'll literally wake up, I'll sort of drink a... Fucking get rid of my death breath, have a scratch on my yeah. bollocks, look at my phone for 10 minutes, and then mm. drag my ass out of bed. How often are you cleaning your phone? Uh, I clean it quite a lot. I've tried about twice a day. Feels like something you said for the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. How, how, are you, how are, you, are you cleaning your phone twice a day with what? Uh, what's it called? Is it called, um, the flora, I think it's called, the spray? The flora? Yeah. Mate, if Is this you, worth getting this stuff? Look, if the, you get it off Amazon, it's incredible. Mm. Kills 99% of. They need a bit of heat. Um, okay, I'll, show, I'll check it out. Um, all right, should we do some emails? Let's do it, Bubba. Now, uh, just so you know, normally I check out the emails. Um, well, you haven't done it. Well, I don't really check them out. I sort of have a brief sort of scan. But, but I you're going in unprotected. Totally. I'm bareback in these emails. Uh, okay, <laughs> this first one is... Jesus Christ. It's from the horribly fucking greasy ape. That's how it's been signed off. Jesus, man. Uh, okay. Morning, all. It's 8.30 in the evening, and my girlfriend went away this Arvo for a few days. I need to know if I have a problem or whether I'm okay. For context, we're both 28, have a do- house and a dog, and decent but busy careers. Every few months, the lady in charge goes away for a few days to see family, etc. She's a legend, and she loves cooking, which is why we get along so well, because I fucking love eating. Whenever she goes away for these little trips, she plans little meals for me and makes sure there's enough in the fridge for me to put together some bits for myself in the evenings while she's away. I'm not incompetent. She just likes doing it, and it's a gesture I genuinely appreciate. I mean, I, I, this, is, this is the thing. I've, I've had this before. You know, when somebody does something for you like this, and then you tell your friends about it, and then they call you an arsehole because yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're making your other after. Anyway, however, whenever she's gearing up to go and, and is telling me what's in the fridge, I cannot help but smile and nod while mentally planning. <laughs> oh, God. While mentally planning the takeaways I'm going to get while she's gone. <laughs> For example, today's gnocchi looks suspiciously like chicken chow mein, Singapore noodles and spring rolls from a restaurant with a one-star hygiene routine and a, a very similar Google review rating too, but I couldn't help myself. 
I just love having shit food when she's away. The higher the risk of food poisoning, the better. I don't even know why. I think it just reminds me of my uni days where I lived like a carefully carefree slob eating cheap food from questionable places in the darkest, dingiest corners of the city. It's my way of probably switching off, I suppose, sitting in my undies doing absolutely sweet fuck all for a couple of days and eating whatever I want without consequence, except for the fear of shitting myself in the following hours. Does anybody else do this? And is this normal? Bearing in mind, I've just consumed about 7,000 calories in Chinese food this evening. And it's Tuesday. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks so much. Love the horrible fucking, the horribly fucking greasy ape. I mean, he's um, basically now the fucking vo- uh, name of the season, right? That's incredible. What a name. Name of the season. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's quite derogatory, though, isn't it? I, yeah, I but I kind of like that because I love self derogatory, is my favourite thing. That's why I love you so I much. know, but I feel like we need to be encouraging people to be a bit Yeah, but also, look, this guy's hilarious, right? I can see that. He's, he, yes. Look, I would say now, this guy, you're sitting with him around his flat, you get a takeaway. He's going to really make you laugh. You eat together. You've probably watched some fucking cool shit on Netflix and you don't even watch it because you're all laughing so much. He sounds like a good guy. That's, do you know what? I, I'm sure this guy isn't like that because somebody that would talk the whole way through you trying to fucking watch something on TV, I don't give a shit how funny you think you are. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you've got like Jim Jeffries or some stand-up in the background, right? And we're all just fucking pissing ourselves laughing. <laughs> just yeah. eating. Yeah, I can imagine you watching a stand-up special doing toppers that you think are better than what the comics do. <laughs> I've, I've been no, in that situation. You should have said this. <laughs> I've been in that situation so many times. Um, yeah, look, I will say this. At the moment, me and Catherine have been having this conversation quite a lot because with a newborn, uh, I don't know what it's like for you, Robski, Um but what I find is we, we get to the sort of like, we'll have all the best intentions. Lunch is usually pretty healthy, but, and then you're doing the sort of bath time, bedtime ritual. It'll get to like this really weird sort of five o'clock, six o'clock time where you're like, okay, right, well, should I just cook something? Should, you know, and you end up just going, oh, look, fuck it, we'll just get a pizza or we'll get mm. McDonald's, Chinese, whatever, Indian, whatever. Uh, but also, I will say this is that both of us individually at times have been like, oh, fucking hell, I feel like shit because we're eating all this shit. And and sometimes I think in life it's actually just going, you, you enjoy it, right? I, I don't, you know, we don't drink. We don't, you know, it's one of our small, like, uh, small things that we both enjoy. We have a, you know, we sort of have a mutual love of shit food. Um, so I, I wouldn't punish yourself. I would say that I'm always, always fucking looking at hygiene ratings. I mean, I don't get the fucking ordering something uh, like a yeah, Russian the hygiene, mate, I've got a bit, I, was, I was with you on everything apart from the hygiene. Yeah, right, the, the, so. I'm like, I've never like, I will swerve something if it's anything below a fucking, what, four star. And even then I'm mm-hmm. fucking, that's where I'll be like dicing with death with a four star. It has to, I mean, it, 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 it seemingly most places have a five star review these days. Yeah. So, Did you see that? Have you watched Boiling Point? Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Steve that film's so good. But that bit where he's, the guy going through and then he drops some two stars on the hygiene, right? I was like, He's so I fucking good. I, it actually gave me, it was, a, it was the closest I've got to getting an appreciation of how difficult it is to keep up a hygiene style rating. I had no idea how those things were awarded and what you had to do. I thought, I thought they were quite easy because it seemed like everyone's got a five-star rating. Yeah. You know, I, like, I, I, think it's, I think it's like the, the simpler your operation is, the easier it is to maintain. So obviously if you've got like a, if it starts to get more, comp- every time you get a new piece of equipment, that piece of equipment has to have like, I don't know, 20 regs that you've got to maintain or whatever. You've got to keep the paperwork up on. I assume, I don't know speaking in complete ignorance um listen greasy ape uh, i've got no issue with the, you eating takeaways this is my thing that i would say to you you've got to tell your girlfriend man yeah this i would say imagine this. You, you you like she's like she's going to all that trouble of making that food 
And I know you're sort of thinking you don't want to offend her. She she likes doing it or whatever. Just tell her, man. But also, there's, there's can... an element of like being earnest with her because just knowing how Catherine would be with that sort of thing is that she'd she she'd be happy to know that you're enjoying that food, right? And that you she's done yeah. something that you're enjoying. And for you to then not be earnest and not be like to basically go, oh god, did you enjoy that knocky that I made you? Like, you know, how was it? And then you're like, oh yeah, it was great. And and you're sort of like, well, no, actually, I'm, you know, essentially eating a child. I think actually saying to her, look, look you know, take a break, chill out. Yeah, I'm just going to be eating the, shit the, while you're away. I think you've got to come to a compromise in this because I suspect, I, I obviously you seem like a funny guy, and I don't. And by the way, the way I just said that, I don't think you're a bad person at all, and I'm not judging you in the slightest. I just think you should tell your girlfriend. And, and I imagine the reason you're not telling her is because she'll go, I don't want you eating takeaways the whole time that I'm away. Yeah. Because she's concerned about you. Do you know what I mean? So I think you need to find a compromise, which is if she enjoys doing you the meals because she's like happy that you're eating healthily, you go like, if she's away for four days, you go two days meals, two days takeaway or something. You know, come to a thing. And you will enjoy those takeaways more, I think, as a result of that, is my gut feeling on it. Do you know what I mean? And, and it will help you. I know I'm sounding a bit worthy here, but I just think it feels a, I, I, it feels a bit off to be like just throwing away food that's been made yeah, for you. Especially in the world that we live in right now, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, okay. So anyway, Greasy Ape, do not feel bad about eating takeaways. In fact, do not even feel bad about not telling your girlfriend, but you probably should tell her, would be my advice. Uh, Keep it real, dude. Okay. You've got something about you and I like it. Okay. This email's from the Springbok. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think we've uh, had a springbok before, I think. I believe so. I mean, there's only a finite amount of animals, aren't there? Uh, and and people are probably choosing animals that you think we've heard of because every time we haven't heard of it, we make a big fucking deal about it. Um, okay. Hey, Wolf, Alan, Swan. I hope you guys are good. Please can this be anonymous? So I have a problem that I need help with and you guys give such great advice I thought I'd email in. We're helping a mate get on their feet as they've just moved to England. We've known each other for years and they're one of my best friends. The person is... <laughs> This person has been extremely inconsiderate since living with us, and we've had enough. They've treated our house as if it's theirs, making a huge mess in the process. We even started watching The Worst Roommate Ever on Netflix for them to take the hint. We've also had numerous conversations about them needing to be more considerate and helping around the house, but nothing has changed. They've been looking at flats, but have declined, but have been declined left, right, and centre. This person isn't the most dapper of characters and doesn't shower. Oh God, and doesn't shower for days at a time. This is probably the result they're not getting the flats they've applied for, perhaps. So my question is this. How do I tell this person to clean up and put some effort into their parents without being a dick and losing a friend? Although I'm at the point where I don't care about losing the friendship and I don't really want to be associated with this person anymore. Fucking hell. Your help would be most appreciated. Uh, loving the podcast. Do you to the max, the Springbok? Yeah, Springbok. Um, firstly, I mean, it feels like the, you know, the, 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 the horse has bolted uh, sometime because you're, you're, I think you're, it's almost, you're, you're sort of, you're too far through now to sort of... Last point of no return. Yeah. I mean, I think you've got to deal with these things. There's a real fine line of the moment you deal with them. And I think you've now got into a point where, you know, certainly the short-term version of the friendship is almost unsalvable. I think, like, actually sort of certainly getting them out as soon as possible. But I think, like, having that real sort of heart-to-heart with them and, and actually sort of talking to them about themselves because you know you're, the things you're talking about usually are sort of linked to sort of some sort of mental health issue the sort of you know lack of cleaning and the sort of I, I do think when I look at how like you know not with sort of hygiene but like you know if if I'm feeling a bit down I feel like sort of shitty about myself like the way I'll sort of like 
my surroundings will become sort of messier. My, you know, I won't take as much effort or as much pride in how I'm sort of looking or feeling about myself. So I think it's obviously sort of navigating that in the in the sort of right way. But also then there's a point of like, I think when, when you know, when, when people sort of get into the situation that, that this, this person has, it's almost sort of a selfish sort of attitude. And, and I think they almost sort of find it sort of a place where they 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 feel sort of solitary sort of I don't know they, their lack of respect for themselves sort of then becomes a respect that they show to others. I weirdly like it wasn't similar to this, but I remember like years and years and years ago moving in with like me and my mate were going to get a house and rent a house together, and he was like, oh yeah, we're and there's this you know woman I know like is a free, well, let's get a free bed and she's going to move in with us, and then I moved in and literally within a week they're like, oh actually like we're a couple, um and. So then essentially I was a guy in his mid early mid-twenties living with a fucking couple. Um, yeah. it was fucking they obviously horrible. wanted you out almost immediately, right? Huh? They obviously wanted you out almost yeah, immediately. Yeah, of course they, they did. Yeah, because yeah, I was, yeah, I was literally like, yeah, I was going out and sort of getting rejected and fucking crying myself to sleep watching uh, old reruns of Dawson's Creek or the A-Team. Yeah. Um, sort of having sex, worrying that you're quietly masturbating next door. <laughs> but the, the, the thing with it was, I genuinely start like living with a couple. I found really, really like, I guess, I, I it made me feel more of a loser. Like when when I was mm. first moving in with my pal, it was like we were both a pair of losers, and it was going to be this sort of lads pad, and um, we'd both be going out and getting rejected by women, and both sort of laughing and joking about it. And that was that. And all of a sudden, he had a girlfriend, and it was like he was he sort of their their lives was you know they'd have other couples over, right? And I'd just be this fucking all my and I could constantly felt like whenever I'd sort of come back into my own house and go, oh, I'm just going to grab something to eat or in the end I'd just get a pizza or whatever because I'd feel like sort of by the third wheel or the sort of fucking, you know, just, just out of place. And um, in the end, it sort of, I, I, it was a different, I, I ended up just saying to them, right, I, I think I, you know, for the, I need to, I, and sadly actually because they're good people and I, I don't really have much to do with them now because of that. And I think we all let it just fucking slide and the relationship mm. became untenable. So my point would be, I think you need to, for the health of your relationship and for your own mental health, and get them out of your house, as, as harsh as that sounds. But also I think you need to sort of speak to them about where they're at and, and try and do that in the most sympathetic manner. Uh, I think that, Tom, the, the point that you made there, Tom, about it being mental health-related is such a good one because I do think, like, I find, like Tom said, at my lowest points, I, I stop caring about how I look. I don't consciously think that, but I just you, you just stop you stop caring about those sort of things. Do you know what I mean? And, and I wonder if that's what this, there's two, I mean, it's two things. It might not be that. It might just be that this is the way that this person is. Um, I think that the right thing to do is to have the conversation with them. And, uh, and also I think, look, it, it sounds like it's unbearable having them in your flat. And um, I know you might feel guilty or that sounds like you've kind of, uh, you've kind of got beyond that point and you're getting a bit pissed off about it. But I think that one, the right thing to do is to have a chat with them about their kind of behaviour and how they're living and stuff like that because, you know, they they need to sort that out really, or, or, or it'll be a, it'll be a benefit to them to sort it out. So giving them that advice and sort of talking to them about it, they'll either take it on board or they won't. But at least you've done it. Do you know what I mean? And then I think you need to think about giving them a deadline to move out. I, I think that's a, a reasonable thing to do however long you want to make that. But even if it does feel like a little bit of a way away, at least you know that's the, that's that you're coming to uh, and that everybody's of that understanding because 
I just don't, you know, it, it sounds completely untenable, this situation. So, um, yeah, it's a tricky one, man. It's a really hard one. But th- th- it always happens. Whenever I've had any situation where I've lived with friends or moved in with someone or someone stayed at mine or whatever, whatever, it, it just almost always ends badly because you just can't, you can't keep up like airs and pretenses and shit like that. And then it ends up just being somebody gets annoyed and it ends up like you fucking fall out about the worst thing. Like somebody leaves crumbs in the margarine or something. That could be the thing that fucking I, we, ends I, a friendship I, I, We have arguments about it in my house about me at the moment. <laughs> what? I mean, sometimes Lisa will look at me and I know that she's annoyed with me for something I, I can't even, I haven't even got a perception of that. Oh, mate. I've done. And it will be the way that I've left my shoes somewhere or something like that or mate. something. And I'm not, that makes it sound like she's, in, she's like being uh, hot on it. She's not at all. She's a normal, decent, tidy human yeah, being. Yeah, but this is the thing, And I'm right? just a fucking idiot. It's, just, it's fucking hard to live with anyone in the world anyway, right? Yeah. The reason marriage and like being, you know, or love works is because you love that person and one way or another you you never you, you navigate the, you, your way around that as as you will because there's feelings there, right? There's no way in the world when you're living with someone that you you like as a friend or that that fucking varnish very quickly fades because there isn't the fucking the side of it which is, you know, genuine, you know, love or you don't there's not the other bits to it. Yeah. Like I can tell you now, I up until I met Catherine, I lived with so many different people, so many different friends. I lived in so many different cities, you know, and all of them pretty much ended up with people falling out or people not getting on. There's not really many now that I can think of. Yeah, you know, there's there's a few where now I'm back in touch with them and we get on, but for the most part, they were fucking really difficult. Like, yeah, great times, you had laughs, but because you, everyone's fucking different, man. Yeah. Yes. I think we'd struggle to live together. Yeah, of course we would. I think, I think you know, f- for the first week, it would be absolutely glorious. We'd yeah. be having such a great time. And then eventually one of us would get fucking scurvy or something like that. Or No, but you know, also one of us, because uh, I guarantee the moment, first week we lived together, it would be like, oh my God, this is fucking great. We can just fucking live yeah. how we like, right? Within a week of that, one of us would be going, well, actually, I really miss <laughs> sanitary living. I like, yeah, you I know. know. It's like we're, we're eating fucking takeaways every night. Yeah. I'd like to have a day where I haven't acquired a new disease that hasn't existed since medieval times. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so uh, Springbok, it's a very difficult situation, but good luck to you, man. Um, yeah. Take action and you will, you will and reap also, the rewards. Like I want you to feel mine and Romish's hands in both of your hands and just both of us looking you in the eyes and saying, yo, you've done a noble thing that has become quite soured, but always remember the nobility in whence this started. Okay. If you can sort of uh, decipher that, then feel free to use that and uh, apply it to your situation. Thank you for your email. Um, right, Tomo. It's about that time, my G. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a sunny day outside. Do your thing and uh, bring us some of your sunshine, please, mate. Yeah, I want to shout out. To anyone at the moment in life, when you are, maybe you're traveling around, maybe you're navigating the universe, maybe you are trying to find something that you have been longing for, maybe you're sitting on a beach in a really hot country and you've got a San Miguel in your hand and you're thinking, oh man, this still doesn't feel right. Or maybe 
you're sitting in like the mountaintops of Switzerland or the yeah some other mountaintops, and you've got like a really nice like warm hot chocolate with marshmallows and all the works on, and you sip us up in a way, and you're thinking, God damn, this doesn't feel right. Maybe you're looking too hard because actually the truth of the matter is you can go anywhere in the world, right? You can live anywhere in the world. You can be friends with anyone. But a true method of settling and finding you is knowing the home is where the heart is. And you'll only ever feel comfortable and relaxed and at home when you feel comfortable and relaxed in yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. Say, hey, buddy. You're my best friend. And you know what? We got this. Mm, that's really nice. Really good discovery of what your point was as you were talking. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's, uh... oh shit. You know what we've got to do? We should have done this right at the beginning. Sorry about last week, guys. Oh, yeah. we just, do you know uh... what it was? It was both of our wives, but mine and Romish's wives. Uh, have back-to-back birthdays, which yeah. is weird, a day after each other. So, uh, mm. so it meant that neither of us have actually planned. This podcast is, we're not one of these slick people who every every week go, that's podcast time. We- for, for some for some reason, over the for over a year, Tom and I have organised when to do this podcast on an ad hoc basis. It's insane. As if we're surprised that we've got to do the podcast again. <laughs> As if that's the thing that's popped up in the diary last minute. Rather than just going, this is our fixed time to do it. No, 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 no. What we do is every week, Tom and I will sign off. We'll go after we've stopped recording. I go, all right, man. Love you, mate. Take care. See you later. <laughs> and then a few days later, one of us will text the other one going, oh, we should record the next episode of the podcast, shouldn't we? What my favourite so thing pathetic. about last week's was uh, both of us texting with the vague idea that we might record the podcast on our wife's birthdays. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe actually I will be able to do it on that evening. And then going, no, no, yeah. no, I'm not, I won't be able to do that. So, yeah. It's just, do you know what? I didn't even like. I'm sure Lisa would have been fine about it, but it's just taking an hour and a half out of her birthday to go. I'm just, yeah, I haven't managed to organize for, this when you've been at work for fucking most of that day, and then you come back and you're like, oh wow, birthday meal, but I've got to go and do the podcast. It's not the one, <laughs> or like, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wake up at like 4 30 on the morning of your breakfast, <laughs> of your breakfast, of your birthday. This is baby brain creeping in. So, it's, oh, apologies, guys. But, yeah, um, hello, I'm just doing the podcast. You're right. Yeah. Do you want to say hello to Tom? Yeah. You know how much Tom loves you. Yeah. He won't. You, you won't be able Thank to hear Tom. him. Oh, mate, looking very swaggy. Looking very he cool. You're looking very swaggy. Thank you. Looking how, How's life treating you? How's life treating you? Tom says. Good. Yeah, yeah. what are you doing today? You enjoyed the rugby. You went to the rugby yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. So he's going to become a rugby fan. I went fan. to the rugby yesterday. He got his photo taken with someone. Oh, really? Who? Yeah. Nick David. Who's Nick Davis? Plays for the Harlequins. Cool surname. Yeah. Well, it's David. You misheard. Right. But yeah, it would have been a cool surname. <laughs> all right. We're going to play badminton later, aren't we? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I've got to finish off because this is all going to go on the podcast now. So. Great. Okay, cool. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you. What I like is I felt like me and you were uh, like in Spain and I was sort of like, you're introducing me oh, to no, your new pen friend. I'm sorry about that. Do you know what? I'm sorry about that. But I just, he likes you. So I thought. He's so cool, though, isn't he? Good looking uh, kid as well, man. He's a legend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God for Lisa's jeans. Um, all right. <laughs> my G, my lover. I love you, baby. Love you too, mate. Take care. Bye-bye, Take care. guys. Keep it real.
If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you.